Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of She Coaches Coaches. I've got a special guest for you today. Her name is Alisa Bogarts. She is into transformation. She is one of those people that is just making changes in the world and helping people to make changes too. She's the founder of Inspiration by Alisa. She's a transformational speaker, a published author, and a certified life and health coach. She helps entrepreneurs and professionals confidently put themselves first so they can achieve their goals and make their next bold move. Her mission is to empower her clients to step into their authenticity and make positive change towards a happy life. Gosh, isn't that what we all want? A happy life, right? Welcome, Elisa. I'm so glad that you're here. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Candy. It's awesome to be here. Yeah. And it's funny because you and I know each other briefly through a mastermind. So we're just getting to know each other. And I'm just, you know, on every call that we're on, I'm always taken and impressed by your quiet input. You know, it's like right the things that are right to the point, but not necessarily really flamboyantly, just sort of like understated, but to the point. And I really appreciate that about you. So tell me, thank you. Tell me how you got to be a coach. Tell me all this stuff. Um, well, yeah, I've I got introduced to coaching about 10 years ago. Back in 2013, I was living in London, England, and that's really when I started my transformational journey. Um, and that actually happened because I was at like my rock bottom a few years before. And um, but it was kind of like looking back at it, it was quite this unique, beautiful place to be because I was in London on my own, and because I kind of sort of had like nothing, I was able to rebuild my life from the ground up, and I was able to like decide like who I wanted to be and like what I wanted to, what job I wanted next and who I wanted my friends to be. And I didn't really have much 
external factors and pressures because I was on my own. And so I got to, yeah, completely rebuild my life. I transformed my life. I transformed like my mindset, my perspective on things. And in doing that is when I got introduced yeah, to coaching and introduced to mindfulness. And um, I did this weekend coaching kind of introduction thing with some Institute in London for coaches. And uh, I was just totally sparked by it. It was amazing. I was like, this is so cool. So I um, started a little bit of coaching back then, but I was kind of more focused on the health side. And uh, and then, yeah, my my corporate career took off. So I was living in London and I was, um, that was kind of the beginning of my, well, I started being a project manager a few years before that, but that's when my project management career really took off. And so I put it on the back burner for about seven years <laughs> as we all, as it can happen, you know, life changes. And then I moved back to Vancouver in uh, 2016 and, um, and then COVID hit. Mm. Mm. And, you know, a lot of us all had that all of a sudden, all this extra time <laughs> to think yeah. about yeah. what am I doing with my life? What do I want to be doing? And I remember by then I had Kind of, I think I was on my the fourth company I was working in because I moved back to Vancouver. I was sort of working in in technology, like software development, and um, and I was like, you know what? I don't think that it's the company. I don't think that it's the people. I think it's the job. I'm like, what about that coaching thing? Like, oh yeah, I was like, that's been in the back of my mind this whole time. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll start doing something about that. And uh, as they say, like when the student's ready, the the teacher appears. And uh, so I just did a little Google searches and then I found uh, the health coach, health coach Institute and started my certification. Wow. As you're describing that, it just makes me think about, especially because it's fall, it's November and we're going into the cooler season. It just makes me think about making the most delicious stew right? Like, you know what it's like, you go to the store and you buy all the ingredients, you chop everything up and you put it all together in the pot and then it has to simmer and it simmers and it simmers and it simmers. And then sometimes you even, you know, put the pot in the fridge, right? And get it cooled off (laughs) and then you want to simmer it again. So that's sort of like what you described is that there was all this happening part of coming out of a really tough time and reinventing yourself you put all the ingredients in the pot and then they just needed a few years to simmer right <laughs> i love that so great. yeah 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 they did yeah and it's uh, yeah and it can also be you know sort of about like divine timing if you will you know like things happen when they're supposed to happen and so um yeah i think it was quite perfect yeah the other thing is that you are one of the people who did something similar to what I did. And I think that that's an interesting um, uh, alignment is that you've quit corporate. And like, that's just like, you know, it's like, it's a big deal to decide you want something different in your life. Tell me a little bit about making that decision and what that was like for you. Yeah, it took me, well, yeah. So it was October, 2020 when I sort of made that decision, like, no, I want to do coaching. Let's get certified and started my certifications. And it was kind of then that I had sort of made that decision. It was like that realization of how unhappy I was everywhere mm-hmm. that I was working. You know, I was just like, I'm just miserable all the time. It doesn't matter where I work or who I'm around. Like I'm just unhappy. And, uh, But then it took a while. It took me three years to actually get to a place where I was like, no, I'm actually going to quit 
And, uh, and it was a bit of a roller coaster, you know, cause like life happens. So first I did the certifications and then I like started the business and I started with health coaching and then I kind of redirected cause I wanted to help people more with self-confidence and like making moves and filling with their life with what they want. And, uh, and then 2020 was like a bad year for me. So it kind of went on the back burner a little bit. I kept, I kept the things rolling, but like, you know, I was still doing posts and my newsletters and stuff, but wasn't really actively looking for clients. And, um, and then I kind of picked it back up again, the end of 2020. And then I had some like goals, you know, I was like, okay, if I can do this. And I, you know, I say being a project manager, I planned it out completely. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I had a plan when I first started and it just kept on getting like deferred and deferred and deferred. And, um, and then eventually got to a point where I was like, okay, I've done everything. It's all set. The only thing left for me to do is actually hand in the notice. (laughs) And even that I think took me maybe like a month to actually do, because that was an interesting kind of like ups and downs of like, is this really right? Am I sure? You know, and talking to some people, I got a lot of sort of projection of fear there, you know, people are like, well, you know, like entrepreneur is really hard. Are you going to, there's all these like, you know, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? For many different people. Um, but I found myself defending it and being like, yes, this has been a three-year plan. I want to do this, you know, and it kind of made me really feel more solid and more confident about this decision. Um, yeah. And then eventually I just did it. And when I did, I gave my notice. I remember I felt really calm when I was talking to my manager. Yeah. yeah. And then we were talking about, she's like, well, you know, like, are you going somewhere else? And she's like, or is it to, to do your business? And I was like, it's to go foot coaching full time, you know? And then there was wow. excitement and joy and like, it really felt right. Yeah. It, it just, um, I, I just sort of want to put a little pin back in that place where you said you had lots of people in your life that were basically projecting their fear of lack and fear of how tough it is to be an entrepreneur, you know, and all that stuff. And you found yourself defending it. And, you know, isn't it interesting that the things come into our lives and so often these external conversations are actually internal conversations that Mm -hmm. they're the conversation that, you know, maybe it's that last little vestige of resistance in yourself. It shows up in a friend or family member, and then you get to have that conversation. That's yeah. Kind of, it's like it's looking kind of in the amazing, mirror. Right. <laughs> the other thing that it really makes me wonder is that you have spent at least 10 years significantly growing as a person. Right. And mm-hmm. so those people remember you remember Elisa from 1995, for example, <laughs> they're not thinking of you in 2022 or 2023. And so they're relating to that old version of you. And yet here you are looking at yourself in the mirror and you've transformed. So it's like, there's that different, they're talking to a different version of you, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and, and I think also there's a lot of that transformation that happened was when I was living abroad. And so Mm -hmm. being back in Vancouver, they didn't really see that because when I lived abroad, I came came home once a year for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they didn't. So yes, when I came back, it was like, you're the same person that I remember when you left. I was gone for 11 years. And so like, there was a lot of transformation that happened in that. And, uh, and I remember that was, yeah, a bit of a struggle for a while. You know, I, I remember being frustrated about it being like, you're not seeing me for me right now. You're seeing me for 
what you remember of me. And, you know, and so I, sometimes I felt like I got some sort of uh, judgments with that or just sort of treated that same way where you're like this. And I was like, oh, no, actually, I, I've done so much to no longer be that person. Yeah. Yeah. There's so there's this piece, there's kind of two little um, threads here that I just really interested in. So when you first started your journey, it was basically it was during a really tough time of your life, right? And so many of us, me included, have done that. Like that was the impetus to get started on creating a life that was right for me. And I see that a lot in my clients and you've just voiced the same thing. The thing is that it's so, and I'm saying this to you, but I'm also saying this to anybody who's listening, is that so often, gosh, those are hard times. Those feel painful. So much tears and so much worry and just so much just deep unhappiness, but just know that you're listening to two people right now on this show who have been through it. And looking back, it's okay. It was actually a gift. I know it can sound hard to say that and to hear that, but you just need the gift of a little bit more time and doing your own work so then you can see it for yourself. So I I just really appreciated you sharing that. I think that was important. Um, and it's a it's a hum, part of the human condition, right? Like to have a tough time and to question who am I and what do I want in my life? Yeah, and to um, give yourself that time and space to actually think about it and try and let go of those external factors, so you can actually just get in tune with yourself and be like, without all of that, like, what do I actually want? Who do I actually want to be? Because you can completely. Um, control that really. You can change, you know, your mindset, you can rebuild the synapses in your brain to be, um, you know, to change the way that you think. And yeah, yeah. so it's, but yeah, you have to give yourself that, that time, that space, and even ask that question. And it can be scary to ask that question sometimes, or maybe you won't even know the answer, Mm -hmm. but if you ask it to yourself, your brain like has this desire to answer all questions, right? It needs to have an answer. So it'll find it for you at some point. Oh, exactly. What um, I know that you said that one of the things that you've grown into is doing more confidence work with people. Mm-hmm. How? Not sure what the question is. Let me just let me just try this with you and listeners. You hearing me forming the question at the same time. So there is something about for you that draw to support people with growing their confidence. And now we're not talking about the external confidence. You know, those are these are people that have good lives on the outside, but there's a mm-hmm. confidence that's needed to do something different, to be more themselves, to shift their life. Maybe how, how do you approach that with people? Like what's, what's your path to help them? Um, yeah, it's actually interesting when I, again, in, um, the way that I came, I created something, I created my signature system. It's called the confidence method. And the way in which I, created that was that people have told me, like I've heard it many times throughout my life when I've made these sort of big changes, like living abroad or leaving corporate or um, switching countries or going backpacking on my own. You'd be like, whoa, you're so brave. Like, like, how could you like, wow. Like, and I've had these kind of reactions and people have told me like, oh yeah, like I I perceive you as confident. And I was like, am I? Like, okay, I guess, you know, and I write as I was like, well, that's just what I want to do. So I'm going to do it and not going to let anything stop me. And so I really had to like sit down and be like, 
how did I do that? How did I, or what, what were my thought pattern? And so I created this system to do that. And it kind of goes through really understanding yourself and like what you want right now and what your values are and like what, what they are now, not what they were before or not with a mask on playing a certain role, but actually your authentic self, you know, who, who is that person? And then from there, and I use a lot of like mindfulness as well and like giving yourself that time and that space. And then from there is like, okay, now how do I get in my own way? So that's why I teach the clients as well. Like, cause we often sabotage ourselves, right? Or fear comes in. How do we handle that? Um, and then also how do other people get in our way and how do we set boundaries or say no to things or be okay with putting ourselves first and knowing that it's not selfish and it's okay to say no to somebody else. You can give yourself that time. Um, or as someone, you know, cause sometimes with, with the people that love us, there's this fear sometimes can come up that if there's any change, it's going to change the relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they sometimes unconsciously hope that you fail. Yeah. And so they might try to stop you <laughs> in some way or guilt you or whatever. And so, um, it's like how to, how to, uh, be aware of that. And then how also to like deal with it in a super kind way to be like, yes, our relationship may be shifting, but, um, you know, we still have a relationship and it's just going to look a little different and that's okay. Uh, so kind of taking, so that's, that's sort of like the, the gist of the the system is, is doing that. And it's really all that internal work about uh, understanding yourself better and knowing what you want and being super like secure and standing strong in it. And then not letting anything stopping you, including yourself. And then practice, <laughs> right? <Yes. laughs> and then, and that's where the that's where the coaching is especially helpful, right? Like it's great. You do that internal work, and you do all this introspection, and you learn a lot. But then you need to try different ways. Like you know, what you were saying with a, a relationship that maybe the other person maybe doesn't even realize that they're feeling slightly threatened about a shift in that relationship, a shift in that dynamic. But how do you practice holding that relationship? setting these new boundaries, still allowing yourself to grow without, you know, trying to sabotage yourself. So that takes a lot of practice. And I bet that your coaching really supports people, especially with that. Yeah. And giving them the tools to do it too. Cause sometimes you don't even know how to have that conversation Yeah, and that can be really tough. And I, and I use them myself, right. When we were talking earlier about, you know, the maybe seeing that mirror of like a little fear that I had left inside me or fear from other people and concerns and how I kind of defended like, yes, wanting to leave corporate. But then also I noticed as I was getting close to giving my notice, I felt like a a huge heaviness Mm. in myself. And I remember thinking like, okay, like I'd actually to kind of tune in and be like, what is actually going on here? Because is this my intuition telling me this is a mistake? Is this, <laughs> you know, is this just fear? And and I actually tuned into it and I um, realized that it was grief. Wow. Because I had, That's I was going, I worked important. in corporate for 23 years. And so wow. it was saying goodbye to this, this life, this identity, this perceived security of the full-time salary, the bonuses, the benefit, you know, all mm-hmm. of that. And also climbing the corporate ladder and like the success I had had and, um, letting go of all of that to pursue this dream. And it was like, yeah, I, that's saying goodbye to a lot. Yeah, it really is. That just, I can really feel the push and pull there, you know, like the desire for the new version and then still the, 
not so much from what you described about the pull to remain where you are, but just that the pull to honor that former version of you that you had outgrown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I, you know, I do see that a lot. I see this um, different levels of grief now that you've, you know, now that you've described that with anyone who is going into a new chapter of their life, right? Like, you know, if your life is a book and you've now finished chapter seven and you're going to go to chapter eight, well, chapter seven was good in a lot of ways. You don't want to turn that page on it, even though chapter eight is sitting there with the, you know, the next episode of the great story that's going to come your way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So yeah, grief comes in so many different ways. And I, I remember I didn't really know that until actually I'd met a grief coach and uh and read this book about that. And it's like, yeah, we pretty much any change, I guess, you know, not just the loss of a person or a pet, but also changing a career, the moving houses, even, you know, like mm-hmm. leaving your childhood home or something like that and relocating. There's lots of different ways in which we grieve changes. And so it's really good to just to let that be and accept that and be like, oh, this is happening right now and that's okay. And to, and know that's kind of part of the process, mm-hmm. but still being very self-confident in yourself and what you want. Right. And, and just letting that be and this know, okay, this will pass and I'm still going to continue on my path. I'm not going to let it stop me. There's something, um, there's two times that you said it and I was really struck by the tone of your voice and what, what I perceive as the emotion that went along with it. And this is in specific uh, specific relationship to confidence is so earlier you said, you know, when maybe you wanted to go on a, I think it was a solo backpacking trip or something like that. And it was like, but that's just what I want. That, that is not what people think is confidence, right? And you just said it now when it was like, I can allow myself to feel the grief, but know that I'm still I've made my plan and and I'm still going to make the changes that I want to make. That matter of factness, I think, is so underrated. People think that confidence is the photo that you see of somebody standing on the top of the mountain, you know, the victory photo, right? With the sun (laughs) shining in the back. But it's not. It's this matter of fact. No, no, this is what I want and I'm going to do it, right? And so maybe just even that, shift alone helps your clients. I know it helps to remind me as well that confidence isn't the, you know, the big um, flashy thing. Confidence can and is often this understated, just, no, no, this is what I'm doing. Just that, right? Do you find that too? Yes, totally. And if you break down the word confidence, um, confide is to trust. And so really confidence is about trusting in yourself and your abilities, you know? So if you, if you are confident, like you trust that you can do something or you trust that, you know, you want, or you trust that, you know, who you are and you, so it's really, it's really internal. And I agree so many people think, you know, or, or perceive this confidence as kind of being this, like about ego or boasting or bravado or something like that. And, and I think that, yeah, the society sort of shows that. And I think that some people play that role, but yeah, to me, it's always been that just that, that, that self-confidence is the internal, I trust myself and yeah, you're right. And so I think that's, that's what I've always had. It's just like, no, well, I'm, I'm doing it anyway. Like that, that is very confident and it has nothing to do with anybody else. Right. Yeah. And I like that, that the root 
or one of the roots of the word confidence is to confide. And it just reminds me about integrity. You know, like we so often we talk about integrity and I have a lot of integrity with everyone else in my life. But what is my integrity like with myself? Right. Mm-hmm. Do I keep my word to myself? And when you're working on confidence, the way you've described, that's building true integrity. Right. It's like I gave myself my word. Now I'm going to go and do it. Yes, I can feel grief. I can feel all the things, but I gave myself my word and I've prepared. Right. Yeah. 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 And also being gentle with yourself if the plan of keeping that word changes. Maybe it takes a little bit longer than you thought, or you weren't, you know, like life throws you a curveball, and so you have to, or whatever it is. But you, yeah, if you, if it's something that you really want and you do, you make that word to yourself. Mm. Um, yeah, just kind that. of, just kind of do the ride, and that's really like the something I want to start helping people with is is navigating all of that. You know, like helping them make that plan and then helping with the execution of it and all of those ups and downs, right? And there are setbacks and there, especially if you want to do something big, like you have to go somewhere and get a visa, you know, and then it got declined or what, you know, there's like, there's so many things that could happen. Um, And how do you stay resilient and deal with all that? And that again, comes back to you and your self-confidence and being like, okay, I can handle this. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to reframe the situation and try and see the gift in it, as you said earlier, and keep progressing. Yes. And that word navigate is really resonant with that. For sure. Oh, I love it. Wow. Elisa, there's just so much here. I really appreciate you spending this time with us. And I've learned a lot. I I love confidence work as well. And I really appreciated your perspective and the added gifts that you've brought to it. So I know that there's listeners who want to find out more about you. Where can they find out about you? How can they come into your world? Uh, yeah, you can check out my website. It's uh, inspirationbyalisa.com. And it's Elisa, E-L-I-S-A. Figure I got to like spell that for people. <laughs> yeah. Spell it so many different ways. Um, and yes, yeah, so you can check out everything there. Um, and if you would like, I have a, a gift I could offer. So it's inspirationbyalisa.com slash gift. We can get a little freebie and then come into my ecosystem and get my newsletters and yeah. Wonderful. And also you can find me on social media, Insta- um, and Instagram. It's inspiration by Lisa. Um, yeah. Wonderful. That's great. You've given them lots of ways Thank to you. come into your world and I'll make sure to put all of those in the links for the show notes as well. So they don't have to try and madly scratch down a note. They can just go and click on it and then they'll come and, uh, check you out, see how things are, ask you questions, get involved and all of that. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me. Really enjoyed today's conversation. And just, um, I know that what you're doing is important in the world. This is, this is work that people need. And so thank you so much for showing up and sharing and making those changes for yourself and being that role model for everyone. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is a lovely conversation. And uh, this is like a final word. I know we talk so much about confidence in life, but all of everything that we said today can also be put into entrepreneurs and their business, right? We're talking about navigating the ups and downs. There's so many of that, so much of that <laughs> being an entrepreneur, running your own business. And, uh, but just, yeah, hold true, hold like on to that. Your why you're doing your business and, um, 
and knowing that that's what you want and being confident yeah. in your abilities that you can keep the keep going with the business regardless of the ups and downs and keep helping people. Exactly. Oh, I love it. All right. Okay, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Come back and listen again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.